Hello, welcome to Substrata Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Regan, and this is episode four, I believe. And for this episode, I want to talk a little bit about myself and what a way to start that, but to go to the heart of it, or one of the hearts. How many hearts are there? Um, (laughs) uh, I have dyslexia, and I feel the need to, to discuss that a little bit because, first of all, uh, it'll help explain or give me an excuse of kind of my speech pattern and, and the way I talk. I, I struggle with it. And where do I start? You know, I, I struggle with it. And I, I just recently, in the past year, I looked into dyslexia a little bit more because when I was a kid, they just diagnosed me with it and kind of just did stuff like took me out of class and had me go with some ladies that didn't know what they were talking about and I just got behind even more but anyways um I didn't I didn't really know what it all that it entailed I thought it was just that you have a hard time writing uh spelling and reading you're just a little bit slower at it um, that was the obvious part to me, you know, because I would just watch everybody, uh, in my class just, just go a lot faster and, and get the concepts really easy. And, and I would be a little bit behind looking back. I just, I think I needed just a little bit more work and, um, someone to talk to me a little bit more and let me understand my, my brain and the way that it works. Uh, but then looking <laughs> looking into it more, I, I discovered that, that it has a lot to do with the speech pattern and and you have a hard time finding words and um, pronunciation. <laughs> I think I, I pronounced that wrong. Um, yeah, you just struggle with stuff like that, um, which is just a little bit crazy you know so you you have a hard time in some cases I don't know if everybody with dyslexia I'm sure there's tons of different like it's just not everybody it's the same Um, but just with myself so I have a hard time talking Uh, like you have a hard time focusing because you get distracted by all these images that come into your head uh so you kind of I don't know I'm just all around I'm all over the place I think when I talk so I just wanted to to kind of explain that and that I know that I'm not the the ideal podcast podcaster you know I'm not I'm not claiming to be that I'm I'm uh, what I'm claiming is that I feel like I can help some people just feel more comfortable about art and being creative and maybe even about soccer I might talk about soccer because there's a lot of creativity in that and you know maybe down the line I'll talk about how I my views on creativity just you know goes from one subject to the other 
there's no like it's not just well I'm creative in drawing you know I think that once you practice being creative it, it grows and grows and grows and you know move it over to making music to cooking to sewing to playing sports to surfing which is a sport yes uh yeah see I'm doing <laughs> this is a good episode because now I can just not have to worry about myself just rambling on and then losing track um yeah so <laughs> I just I want to get it out there I want I, you know maybe somebody with dyslexia is listening and they can relate or maybe you have a kid that that you're not sure has dyslexia or that you've found out does and and now you want to uh, now you, maybe it can help you figure it out you know I don't know uh, I heard a guy with dyslexia do a podcast and it made me really feel good because he sounded just like me I was like wow He's, his pattern of speech is just like mine you know it's not I, I, I'm concentrating hard to be able to talk and to get it out as good and smooth as I can but for example there's a lizard on the ground and there's a plane in the air and there's flowers all over the place and I, I can't just go into a soundproof dark box you know uh, to do this but I don't know I, I I really just wanted to talk about it and it's 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 what uh dyslexia has definitely molded me into who I am. It's it's um thrashed me a little bit and beat me up. And also I feel like it's the benefits of it are the creativity and and um yeah, like you trust your eyes and you trust your creativity and you learn different ways to cope. You know, I learned a communication style where I just kind of throw out jokes and and keep it short and try to make somebody laugh and hide from hide from talking too much. I don't I I've not been good at stringing a lot of words together because there's always a distraction for me so it's it's I'm not it's not a bad thing you know it's just something that I have to deal with and uh on the word one thing I want to say is the word dyslexia what a what a joker that is it's like a person with dyslexia is a nightmare you know it's like a what a strange word like couldn't you just have picked something else you know like, I don't even care if it's derogatory. <laughs> I just don't like, I don't like that word. What's a good one? Backwards. Backwardness. You know? I'd rather say I have backwardness than dyslexia. It's just not my favorite word. And it's not because I have it and it makes me feel bad. What makes me feel bad is is having it and and like growing up not being able to keep up with people you know that's what makes me feel bad and a lot of people don't know that they have that which is which is crazy like I during my research I learned that a lot of people don't know that they have it and I I mean it's not crazy that they don't know it's just like 
that's something that I want people to know. If, like, give yourself that, like, um, okay, you know, like, I have some issues with this, and this is why you want to learn about it. But it makes sense that you can't, that it's not, goes undiagnosed because we just, people with dyslexia, you find a way to adapt and you don't know that you have it. You just adapt and you're just you. Um, but you're just, you being you is just a little bit off center, you know? You feel off center to the mainstream. So you find ways to adapt and, that's the cool part is that you get it makes you or it helps turn you into a creative person and a problem solver and that's what we need right now in this world so if I could help a couple people feel comfortable about it and and be stoked with what they the the gifts that God give them and just don't worry too much about what what affects them you know like I'm that's part of the reason why I'm doing this is to practice uh, talking, you know, expressing myself, expressing myself about art, um, coaching soccer. You know, I started coaching soccer so that I could kind of be able to practice expressing myself and talking in front of people. And nothing's better to force you into it than to have like 12 to 15 teenage girls sitting there looking at you or or nine-year-old girls or whatever looking at you going what do we do now coach how what's the deal we well that was kind of Seinfeld um, we, we just showed up and we want to play but yeah and on the topic of sports I also like talking about sports and soccer and and, and creativity in in that realm uh Because it really, it really was there for me. You know, sports were really there for me growing up, and I love to 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 be creative and to express myself um, in that way too. And it was a place that I could go. I could go to art. I could go to sports and athletics. I didn't have to feel bad about myself. Um, everywhere else, it seemed like I felt bad about myself except for when I was doing those things and, and creating stuff. So just create, have a good time, and don't worry about it. Uh, I have to say one more thing. I messed up again on the recording. I've, I've done that a lot with my podcast. So I'm inserting this, uh, the beginning part, and then I got a phone call, and... That's when, and then I thought I turned it off, and then I, whatever, I turned it back on. So we're gonna go into the part where I'm talking more about school and how that kind of squashed me. But uh, yeah, if you have dyslexia, if you know someone that has dyslexia and they want to listen to somebody try to talk that has dyslexia, dang, I hit that word. <laughs> then just send them this way. Because they can hear somebody struggling, struggling hard with talking, but uh, but loving the struggle. All right, so we'll segue to the second 
half of the show. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to pick up the call. Um, yes, of course, I don't remember where I was, but yeah, it can dyslexia can kick your butt. And it's I've really enjoyed um, looking into it, though, a little bit more. When I was a kid, they just, yeah, that, that's the story I started. When I was a kid, they just diagnosed me with it and didn't really help me at all, you know. They sent me away. They sent me off to a, a specialist or some ladies that were doing their best. Um, but that just took me out of the classroom, so then I got further behind. And then in sixth grade, my one of my genius teachers, there's a sixth grade, fifth grade mix class, and they decided that I should take math and English and some other subject and go back to the fifth grade. So I was in sixth grade studying with the fifth graders, which was humiliating and um, ridiculous. I think that's when I think that's when it, that was my low point. Was when I just totally shut down school. But the, I guess they didn't think the fact that I was going into seventh grade the the year after that year. So I basically went from fifth grade to seventh grade, and that was just like a devastating blow that just. I remember being in seventh grade and just being like, I don't know what you're even talking about. Like, so many times I didn't even know the concept, like the basic concept of what they were trying to teach me. Um, yeah. So then you just squeak out a graduation and, yeah, your your friend's mom works at the school and helps you do some extra extra work to get you through to the graduation ceremony. Um, yeah. I could have done, I mean, if I was to go back, I wouldn't, I would just, I could do it and I would deal with it, but it's just, uh, you're not understood and you're just kind of left out there. And you need, you need what you need. And you need people to listen, and you need to be strong enough to talk about it. But you're not strong enough to talk about it because you're a kid. And I'm not even, you know, it's like now to this day, am I strong enough to talk about it? It's like, it's pretty ridiculous. It's like this invisible, weird thing. It's like you're almost normal, but you're not. You're just off center. But everybody has their deal. Like, it's no big thing. It's not, I'm not, it's not, uh, Crimea River, you know, like I'm not asking for sympathy. It's that I want to explain <laughs> the, the way that I talk, and when I do get off subject, and if just yeah, that's my that's my explanation for why I talk a little bit different. Um, my long pauses and my searching for words and my just kind of chopped up, mixed up, jumble. It's like a, it's like a bunch of circles just zooming around in my brain, and it's not a line. Um, but it, it, it like I, it's, 
that's the reason why I like to coach soccer is because, like, when I help somebody out, figure something out that they weren't figuring out and help them find that escape, maybe they need it just like I needed it when I was a kid. And I really look into how everybody's brain's different. It's like, you might have dyslexia and the person around the corner might have dyslexia and somebody up on in the international space station might have dyslexia and we all we all perceive the world differently you can't just say dyslexia i don't think you just can't say there's not this like three or four or whatever they i don't know sometimes they i think they say there's just a handful of learning styles but i think that's bogus um so when I'm coaching soccer, I really like to concentrate on somebody's learning style and what they need and just go into player-based coaching and just prov- help provide. And, and when you see them light up and start to shine because of that, it's it's insane feeling. <laughs> it's so cool. So that's why I coach. That's my why for coaching, and that's also why I um, think maybe I'd like to uh, coach art, teach art, whatever. I call it art lessons, but I don't really like. I don't really like that name. I don't know the word that would be better. Maybe there's a word in a different language that is a better word, or maybe I just need to get the the sathoris. See, I. I'm not gonna worry about it. Not gonna edit that out either. We're just gonna let that go. We're just gonna be like, yeah, that's the deal. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So, I like to draw. I think when I'm doing this, that's why I like to do the lessons the most is to help people. But then also, it gives me excuse an excuse to. Just have a pause in, in a moment. I'm under an umbrella. So I think I'm just going to do a, like a just use my imagination and just do a quick drawing of an umbrella. Like what it looks like to be under the umbrella. And like pictures don't need to be normal. They're actually, a lot of times, at least for me, they're more interested in, interesting when they're not normal. So this is just a funky, funky umbrella. The umbrella that I have is rainbow colored. It's not... Tommy Bahama. It's a uh, Tommy your mama. It's <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's a no namer. Probably probably from one of those big box stores. I like that big box. And then the shade shade shade. I know that's a funny. 
good perspective of it. It's like you're underneath it, you're looking up. Should I put a person in it? Or should I just leave it for the imagination? Well, folks, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for putting up with me. Thanks for listening. Substrata Podcast. Till next time.